Blog Talk Radio. hurting the brand, I know that we're going to upset some people, and I know that we're going to um, make people happy that we that we stood up for somebody that has the right to do what he what he did. You know, nonviolent protesting is something that we've all embraced. Um, I don't I don't like the way he did it um, personally. I kind of liked it a lot when he went from sitting. To kneeling, I I don't know. I'm I'm Catholic. We 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 spent a lot of time kneeling. That is really what that song was about. Welcome to another week of Will's Take on Sports. We are back in the studio, myself, Mr. Mike Walker, and Mr. Zach Flournoy. He will be here shortly, but as usual, when we're on the app, Zach struggles and comes in late. Mike Walker, what is going on, my buddy? And we are back in the studio. How you feel? I feel good. You know, get closer and closer to that to that kickoff date with my Knowles and my Cowboys. So, you know, life is wonderful. Kickoff date, uh, we're definitely in football season. That's a good thing. Um, um, we just talked, we're, we're doing practice right now. Um, before I break off into some of the other things that's been going on in sports, um, I just saw something that just came across um, the wire that Mr. Brandon Albert, the left tackle or offensive lineman rather for the Jacksonville Jaguars, has decided to retire during training camp. So that tells me that he thinks the same thing that I do. That I do. Practice. Who cares? Do <laughs> you think that's the reason why? Reason why what? I don't know what. I don't know why he retired. I'm just saying he just. It just came across um, Four Letter Network and also Four Times Union reported that Mr. Brandon Albert has decided to uh, retire. You know, a lot of these guys are starting to retire early because of the, the what is it, the uh, CTD or whatever it is, the um, CTD, thing where, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. thing where E or whatever, the concussion thing. So that, uh-huh. a lot of them are saying, well, they made made a little bit of money, especially the ones that been in the league. If they made it in the league six, seven years, they got they got a retirement and all that kind of stuff. They uh-huh. they they, they, t- they taking their money and running. They they said they want to be able to live their lives to the fullest and, and be there for their family without having memory loss and all this good stuff. I don't. I don't have a clue to why. Again, why Brandon Albert did what he did, but you know, hey, kudos to him. If that's his reasoning that he wants to be able to, you know, that he's getting out early and he's got enough money, say kudos to him. 
Not mad at him at all. I, I really ain't. Um, but before we yeah. break off into everything else, let's let's talk about MMA real fast. Um, what a great fight we had between um, uh, John Bones Jones and Mr. Daniel Cormier. Very good fight. Cormier actually did better in this fight, Mike, than he did in the first fight. But again, he, well, he I, dropped his guard again and got kicked upside the head. I actually watched that fight. I watched that one and the one before that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, hey, those guys are tough. And the ones that so are you, good. So do you give McGregor a chance now that you watch, that you actually watch an MMA no, event? You think McGregor no, got a shot? No, no. It's a, it's, oh. a difference. it's a difference. See, he kicked that man upside the head. He didn't punch him upside the head. He kicked him upside the head. And when he kicked him upside the head, he rattled his brain. And then, then he put the fisty cuffs to him. But, but the foot, the leg. Hit him and, and rocked his world, man. Yeah, he, he definitely beat up on that man real. I mean, that was just ugly. That was, it was brutal. I mean, now there's this foolishness about him possibly fighting Brock Lesnar. I, I don't know where that comes from. I think everybody yeah, wants to win fights now. Oh, it comes from yeah, him? He said he wants to fight Brock Lesnar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a 40-pound guy, guy 40 pounds lighter. It's, it's, it's all about money now. It's that entertainment factor. Now, big money fights. I mean, well... It's not big money fight. Big money entertainment. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't be like a fight. It would be more like entertainment. A well, big that's money all that entertainment. That's, that's all that can be said about that. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think Brock Lesnar is wrestling or something. He's a professional wrestler in the world yeah, wrestling yeah, entertainment. He? Yeah, but he was he was a college all American wrestler. I mean, he was mm-hmm. oh well. What is to say? He was five and three. Five and three um, in, in, in the in the inside the octagon or whatever they call it, uh-huh. and because the, the one that I the actual fight that I saw when that guy kicked the way that guy kicked Brock in his side, uh-huh. I, I I would um walk the way too. <laughs> Dude, I, anyway, I, I got what you're saying, but let's talk about let's, let's move on. We we got 30 minutes to try to do this as quickly as possible. Okay, let's talk about um, your buddy um, up there in Northeast Ohio. The drama that's going on with that. You and I talked about this off air. Go ahead and share with everyone what you think about what's going on between Kyrie Irving and LeBron James and that whole drama, and also the Four Letter Network and their garbage with hyping up this drama. Go ahead. I, I, you know, Kyrie, I, I, don't, I don't understand. I mean, I know if I'm with LeBron, I know I've got a chance to play play for the championship every year. Uh-huh. I'm going to get to, to my, my division championship every year. Mm-hmm. You know, you, know to, you got to get there before you can win it. Right. So, so you got, but now I I don't in my mind I'm still trying to say, all right, where where Kyrie won't think he he gonna he can go right now, and and put himself in that type of situation where he he's got a chance to to be in the in in the championship of the division mm-hmm. and then and for the championship of, of the whole league where. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think it's about winning anymore. I don't think this. This entire situation to me says he doesn't want to win. At first, I was really team petty about this whole situation. And you know what I mean by team petty? I was happy that it happened to LeBron, given the fact that he left my Miami Heat. I am a Miami Heat fan. But now, 
now that I removed my team pettiness away from this situation and I looked at it as what the world is Kyrie Irving doing and then all of this other extra, um, as the term is phrased nowadays, of the, the, the social media postings and all of this, all this extra stuff to me just has nothing to do with the price in China. And it makes me question about what is today about? What is today about for pro athletes? Do they want to win or do they want to make money? What do, what do you think, Mike? What do, what do they want to win or do they want to make money? Or do they want fame? Which one? Well, okay. Guys that have been in the league and has made some money, mm-hmm. they, they're chasing, they want to chase rings. Because they, they got money, they mm-hmm. got fame, so they want, mm-hmm. they, want to, they want to chase rings. The young mm-hmm. guys, they want fame. They could mm-hmm. come in the league. They won't play. They say they want they want championships, but all they, they want them those big contracts. You know they, mm-hmm. they want that money. Now as they you know after they they've been in the league about five six years, then they mm-hmm. then they may it makes jump. Oh man, I would like mm-hmm. to have a ring. I, I want to mm-hmm. say he was a great player, but they don't want they don't want that great player, but stuck to the name. Okay, so that was looking, you're saying more established guys want to win. The guys coming in, uh, it, it seems to be about that dollar. They they all about that money. Yes, yes, yes. They they want that, they want they want the fame and and give me give me as much green as I can get. Well, Kyrie seems to be on the reverse end of that because he he okay he started that well he seemed to be reverting backwards. He came into the league, he played for a poor Cleveland franchise. Um, before LeBron got there, he was the only guy on that team that was an all-star or, you know, all-star caliber talent. Uh, LeBron was in Miami. LeBron comes back. They go to four straight – they go to three straight finals and possibly could be four this year if that team stays intact. I don't understand his – I don't understand the logic of anything. Like I keep saying, and I'm going to relate this to just modern-day stuff, and I know modern-day isn't anything like sports, but I think this kind of correlates a little bit. You don't have to like me to work with me. I don't, right. don't have to get along to get a job done. Where in the world does it say that two, that two men, I can understand two women, and maybe even that's stretching it. If you're two adults, let's say two adults, have to get along to get a job done. Where, where is that written? Nowhere. Like I'm asking. I mean, it, it, it's not written anywhere, right? So why is, why is it nowadays that, okay, I understand that the Shaq and Kobe thing was all about, okay, Kobe – wanted to say, okay, now it's my time to take over the team, and Shaq didn't want to relinquish that right, and then it became all this other personal stuff that came out later. And then they both even said, you know what, we made a mistake. We probably could have won more championships together if we were able to put aside our differences. Um, KD and Russell, um, and Russell Westbrook, we really don't know what that's about. Only thing we know is that KD wanted to win a championship, and he felt like he couldn't win it with Russell. We don't know if it was personal or it was just simply the fact he just realized or he came to his own conclusion that he just couldn't win a championship with Russell Westbrook. This situation just absolutely baffles me because these guys won, won. They've been, they, they are clearly the two best players in the Eastern Conference, and they are clearly head and shoulders above all the other Eastern Conference teams if these two guys are together. I don't understand the, the logic of Kyrie Irving here. And, and I hate to be – Defending LeBron James, but he hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything. It's Kyrie Irving that's initiating all this thing. It's almost like the woman that wants to divorce, she wants to blame the husband, or the man that wants to divorce, and he wants to blame the wife. 
instead of just saying, "Look, I just want I just want to be apart from you." That's what this seems like to me. Well, as as if I was Cleveland, and this is mm-hmm. me. He's still under contract for me for two years. Mm-hmm. And long as I, I I'm in the driver's seat. You can say you want to leave, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do what's best for my team. But is if I trade you, I'm, if I'm if I'm going to trade you, I'm going to trade mm-hmm. you. Who's the worst? Who who's the worst team in the league? <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. I don't know who 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 that could. Cause I, the, I don't know. Because the one thing that I know, if I trade you to the worst team in the league, either the worst team in the league, they're gonna they're mm-hmm. gonna have a they're gonna have a lottery pick. Right. They well, you, you, have, you're saying he. He will that will shoot New York. Let's say New York and New Jersey, basically. New York and New Jersey, one of those two teams. Well, one of those two. I mean, he, and the and the and the funny thing about it, the Knicks are on this list. That, that's just crazy. And, uh, but whatever, I was hearing everybody saying he can't, he can, he wouldn't survive in New York. The media would eat him up because he's so soft. Yeah, because they wouldn't win. Carmelo could tell him that. The, the, they wouldn't win. That's our new clock. Let us know that this we're almost out of time on this subject. New toys, new uh, gadgets that we got. That's our new gadget. So we're almost out of time on this subject, and there goes the buzzer. So Kyrie and LeBron, that's all we got for you. We got nothing else to talk about in regard to you. Now, at the opening of this show, I played what owner Steve Bashotti of the Baltimore Ravens had to say about Colin Kaepernick. And, Mike, we have been searching for an owner out of the 32 to possibly come and support this young man. He did not again. Sound like something that um, someone else said that the action may have been wrong and he may not support it, but the young man has a right as a human, I mean, as an American, to make a stance, and he, and he made it. He doesn't agree with it. doesn't like it. doesn't like the, the, like the venue that he chose, but he respects it. Ooh, Not saying that he's supporting it, but he's trying to get the he's trying to get the thing out there the, the, for, to get the information out to his sponsors and people, the fans think about it of possibly bringing Colin Kaepernick in. So it's more than just his talent, Mike. It's proven to be that this is a social um, issue in regards to whether this young man makes an NFL roster. Case in point, what Mr. Steve Bashadi said of the Baltimore Ravens, the owner. Well, you ready for me to talk on this subject? Go ahead. You know I, I, wanna, I, want, I want you to just go go away with it. Go. The first thing, to me, the NFL Players Association is a piece of garbage. They're, everybody that's in power there needs to be fired, give their card back and everything. Because you're going to tell me – Baltimore Ravens, you're going to go out and get an arena football player. You're going to sign arena football player. Mm-hmm. You hear what I say, arena football player. Okay. Now, Kaepernick, Kaepernick was, of all the free agents there were, he had the highest mm-hmm. QBR rating. Okay. Because he he kneeled down. For the national anthem. Now, I'm in the black community. I, I can see because 
kneeling down is, is to me is giving something a higher praise than anything else. That that's just me. That's that's how I look at it. Even even the owner Steve Bashadi said the same thing in 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 his Catholic belief. He he echoed almost the same sentiments that you that you're saying. Go ahead. So you tell me that this guy, because what he was fighting for was a great cause. Police officers killing men of color for no ungodly reason. So, well, so all these people. Well, right, but still, should he chosen that venue to do it? Oh, why not? Because that because it's, 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 it's entertainment. It's, it's a political stance, but it's, we're still talking yeah, about entertainment. I'm just playing devil's advocate because, here. But because of his, um, because of his, because his celebrity in the platform, basically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can I can go with that, but it, but I'm just saying, I'm just playing devil's advocate again, Mike. I'm with you. I have I have zero problem with what the young man did. I don't think it was anything that warranted to to him to basically be quote unquote blackballed. He he's there there is no official thing as that, but it seems like he's being blackballed. Well, well I can well, I can even show you something. I can find an example. I can give you an example why I say he's being blackballed. Okay. You remember the kick the kicker from the, from the Giants, the same guy. Uh-huh. That, Got up on his high high horse, talked the bad about Kaepernick and all that, right? Uh-huh. Now, you remember when he, the NFL knew that this guy was beating his wife? Okay, the the, the owner uh, knew of the situation, not the NFL. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yes, the NFL knew too because it was some some event they were at, and they, they had moved them to, to a separate um, hotels. Okay. It was it got that, that him bad. Right, right. Yes. Him and him and his wife, yeah. right. Because of their domestic yeah. the domestic past. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they knew what mm-hmm. and they, and they knew what's going on. And the owner of the Giants gives his, gave this man a raise in a, a bigger big contract. Right, he said because it wasn't bothered. known it wasn't but it wasn't known at that time to the media uh what the owner knew until it became public. That's when the back, all the backlash came, and then all of the everyone was like, "Wait a second, well, how in the world?" But but right. but, but, but if but he if he said he knew that, and he was going to let this guy go ahead and stay on his team. I agree but, with you. I mean, so, that, that is definitely that's a double standard. So, so how can you get up on your high horse and talk? This, he didn't do any. This man hadn't done anything wrong. He hadn't disrespected anybody. He just kneeled. For a cause that he thought was dear to his heart, where p- young men was getting killed. Right, but this is I this is a, that incident you're you're talking about an incident in regards to um, well, a, a particular well, yeah. team. We're talking about a team. We're talking well, about a team that the, 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 the Giants dropped the ball on that, not necessarily in the NFL. I'm going to well, say well, the well, let me ask this question then. Let's okay. say Tom Brady, Tom Brady would take a knee. For the national anthem, saying that uh-huh. he's kneeling because he thinks veterans, uh, the, the United States is not doing what they should do to take care of a mm-hmm. vet, veteran and all. Do uh-huh. you think he? Do you think he'll get treated the same way? No, you and you and I both know the answer to that. That's no. Tom Brady is a yeah, five-time well, Super Bowl champion. 
So so what is the problem? The hypocrisy of the whole thing is, Mike, that no, there's no the, – the problem is is that because of Colin Kaepernick's uh, performance on the field has not been adequate, has not superseded the political uh, detriment or the political action of, of the kneel down or the Black Lives Matter or whatever that is. So that's what that's all about. That is exactly what that's all about. That has nothing, it has nothing to absolutely do with the price of tea in China and apples with oranges. I, I totally agree with you as far as um, what he did and what venue he chose or whatever, but still at the same time, that seemed to get um, – it, it, it's caused them to just take be wary of him. This man said they had, he had to check with his sponsors. I'm talking about Steve Bishotti, the owners of the Ravens. <laughs> they had to check with his sponsors to see, you know, get the – so basically, the the the, the temper, the pulse, or the check, the pulse of whether or not it would be worth signing Colin Kaepernick. Now, this isn't based about talent. This is just based about just because of the political action. I've never heard this. Is, me, I've this never heard that so, before. But okay, this this mm-hmm. is so crazy that people will say because this man was standing up for something that is right. Mm-hmm. Now, I can see if he was standing up for or something. That was wrong, but he was he, he stood up. He was he standing up for something. That, a, a, a peaceful demonstration. That's a, the, 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 whether yeah. the stand kneeling. It was a peaceful demonstration. It wasn't it wasn't right. violent and, at all. It was a peaceful tell, demonstration. And, and these people are saying they rather not come to a game because this man because he doesn't want to stand up doing the national anthem. That that is exactly what is being said, Mike. That is exactly what the the what that is exactly what the nonverbal or the verbal nonverbal is saying. That's exactly what they're saying. That his actions were so detrimental and so offensive that to who? Yeah, that's just basically what it comes down to. But but I think I think, I think but I but I do think this though, Mike, and, and not to, not to brush back what you're saying, but I think that once we get closer to the regular season and teams do need a quarterback, and like and, and even Bashadi said it. I didn't play the whole clip, but he did say, you know, it's about winning too. Say Joe Flacco goes down, goes down, and Colin Kaepernick is the most is the most talented quarterback that's available. I bet you he gets signed. See, then it's about winning. Then the political stuff goes out the window. But see, we're in the off season. We're dealing with practice right now. We ain't dealing with actual games. So, and I think once we get to the actual games, I think some of that stuff will go by the wayside. But let's let's move on real fast. I wanted to get your your take about what your Dallas Cowboys did to Mr. Lucky Whitehead, the wide receiver that got picked up by the Jets, and your go. boys, your Cowboys dropped. Uh, drop Mr. Whitehead for uh, I want you to explain it yeah. to me as you did the other day. Hey, here we go again. The NFL mm-hmm. Players Union, those, everybody there needs to be fired. Everybody needs to ask for their money back. The dues that they paid to the union, they need to be fired. My Cowboys, my beloved Cowboys, which I love with all my heart, mm-hmm. Mr. Whitehead, some guy was in Virginia, he got arrested mm-hmm. for shop, mm-hmm. shoplifting. Mm-hmm. He he somehow he had Lucky's used Lucky's name and social security card, social security number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as the Cowboys here, they they oh they released him right off the bat, and, he, and this man telling them that there's no way it could be him because he he got proof that he was at the airport. He was at the airport when this all was going on. He's got mm-hmm. ticket receipts and everything proving that he was at the airport. And once right. the, the police in, in Virginia 
get get wind of this. They check check. In fact, they they write an apology and tell him tell him that he's sorry. And he, he still he, loses his job. It wasn't him. He still loses his job. Huh? I'm talking about Lucky Whitehead. He yeah. still has no. He still he still yeah, cut yeah, by the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, and the Dallas Cowboys because they made a mistake because he wasn't a superstar on the team. Right. They still wouldn't go back and correct the mistake. That they made, and thank God, Jets. I'm I'm not a Jets fan, but thank you for for picking up, giving the man a chance to to, to keep his career going, or try to keep his career going, <clears throat> because I think that was a low move, Jerry Jones. Mister Mister New Mister Hall of Famer now, Mister Jerry Jones. Well, like I said, I think he sucks <laughs> as a general manager now. All right, moving on from that subject right there. Um, there this week, uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, um, not only the game is now Thursday instead of Sunday night. I don't understand why the game's before the induction ceremony, but, hey, I'm not the NFL. Seven new guys are going in. Kenny Easley, Morton Anderson, your owner, Jerry Jones, Kurt Warner, Terrell Davis, and I got a problem with the Terrell Davis going into this thing. I, I really do. He didn't play enough games in my opinion, but, hey, I didn't vote. I don't have a vote. One day I will have a vote as a writer or as a media person. I, that's, I'm claiming that. I'm claiming that also. But anyway, and without a doubt, one of my one or two, he's one of two. Um, of course, Dan Marino's my all-time favorite Miami Dolphin as a Miami Dolphin fan. Jason Taylor, absolutely uh, one of the greatest Dolphins of all time, in my opinion, um, is going into the Hall of Fame. I was shocked that he was actually inducted his first time being eligible. So kudos to Jason, but the but the Hall of Fame game also indicates is that it is nearly time for football season. Mike, pro football, college football. Um, I spent a lot of time watching a lot of college football. And Mike, I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, that Barkley running back that you mentioned to me that plays at uh, Penn State, he, he he's coming oh, yes. back again. He yes, he's the real deal. He is the real oh, McCoy. Yeah. Yeah. He is he is tough. He is. Oh my goodness! He might be the best running back in the country. I tell you this way. I tell you this much. I watched a lot of football this weekend. Had a lot of downtime. I watched a lot of old games in 2016. Didn't watch any spring, Mike. You know how I feel about practice. Don't care about practice. So that means I didn't watch <laughs> much of Alabama's new roster. I did watch uh, the national championship game, and I watched how they ran out of gas in the second half. And I watched that Clemson is a lot deeper. I want, I'm going to say this to Florida State fans, including yourself. Um, I think the game that's of more importance is the game that's in Death Valley because that's for the ACC. I understand the Alabama matchup is for the glamour and the TV and all that other stuff. But the game that's more important is the game in Death Valley. And Clemson is doggone good on defense. I mean, they did lose Bowler and they did lose some of the uh, key pieces in the secondary, but what they're bringing back in the front seven will be serious. So, that's, I mean, I, that's just my take. The game, the game for you guys up in, in, in Death Valley will be the more important game. Besides, I mean, and your guys' schedule is brutal. Looking at it, but what is, what is, what is your thought? We will be battle tested, baby. You will be. I think the first game is, is going to be is a hype is a hype machine. I just don't think that game is going to be as quality as people think it is. 
I know you disagree, and, and but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going either way with this. I just don't think Alabama's as good as people think they are because they're they're playing unproven people. I don't care what the star rating is on a recruiting thing, and you know I don't. I don't care anything about what a recruiting thing says. These guys are not battle tested. These guys are yes, they are they are wearing the numbers on the side of their hammer with that crimson color, but at the same time they are untested. And key meaningful minutes in Florida State. Although their offensive line is questionable, is a ballot battle-tested team with a battle-tested coach. And yes, um, Nick Saban is battle-tested, but his defense is just—they're unproven. I don't care how many sacks they got in the spring. I keep telling people I don't care about practice. I don't care what they did in spring. I want to see what they're going to do on the field, and I didn't see anything that told me that the guys that they got coming in in 2017 tells me that they're going to be as dominant as the 2016 version. That's my take. I think I think we, we if Florida State keep it close in the first half, if it stays close in the first half, mm-hmm. I, I I think the, the closer closer uh, we stay, the more doubt in Alabama's mind. Gonna get uh oh. Well, you they gonna get there. If your front say if your if your line if your defense line is able to control the game and you guys don't have to blitz and then you guys can use a spy to stay keep Jalen Hurts in the pocket and don't let him beat you with your, with his legs but with his arm. There you go. Yeah, that, that's all that matters, I, right? I, uh, me, me personally, if I'm mm-hmm. Jimbo, um, mm-hmm. for uh, Charles Kelly on the defensive side of the ball, he's gonna have to beat me th- throwing because I'm gonna have. Yeah. Everybody and their mama and daddy, uncle, in the box. I'm gonna make him for throw. For him, and, for him and bro, for, for him and uh, Scarborough, huh? Yes, sir. They gonna have to show me that they they, they can throw the ball. And to you, throw, and you burn me over the top or whatever, then I'll have uh-huh. to back up. But until until that happens, I'm gonna be up uh, there. I'm gonna have Derwin blitzing. I'm going to have blitz coming from everywhere, everywhere. That's the first game. They calling it the game of the century. I've seen it everywhere. I didn't even read the sport news uh, preseason publication. They're calling it the game of the century. Everybody is. But we got time. We got time. Today is just July the 31st. That game is going to be played September the 3rd, right? September 2nd or September 3rd? Which one? September 2nd. September 2nd. September 2nd. So we got 30 more days to talk about it. We're, we will be back again. We're going to definitely plan something big for our we're going into our fifth year. Mike, can you believe five years already? Crazy. Wow. Crazy. But, hey, we're going to definitely uh, uh, plan something big. We're going to keep doing this. We're back in the studio. This was fun, man. I missed this. I missed this. This is less work. <laughs> This is work for you, boy. It just it just goes out there. All right. Anyway, anybody that listens to the show um, by Facebook, please like and share it if you if you know a fellow sports fanatic that would like to listen to it. Um, also, the Dolphins today, Jay or Jai suffered a concussion in practice. We are a Florida-based podcast. We we talk about sports in the state of Florida in regard to our professional teams, not just football, but all the sports, our professional teams and our amateur teams. Also. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers seem to be doing things. I didn't know that they're um, actually their running back might just serving a three-game suspension for Grubb. A three-game suspension going into the season. The first three games of the year. Wow. Well, I know one of them was in three. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
didn't know he they was he gave him a uh, suspension. But I know he had got in yeah. trouble or something. Yeah, first possible. Well, maybe possible. Well, first three games he's in trouble and, and it's and it's not looking good. They're gonna be they're gonna be they play the Miami Dolphins. So Dolphins and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be playing the first game of the season, which means they will not be playing in their their traditional. Um, preseason matchup, which usually which used to happen on a consistent basis, but whenever they play each other, um, that 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 upcoming season they never play in the preseason. And this year they are playing game numero uno. We will find out what Jameis's weapon we, uh, what his new weapons will be like um, in regard to OJ Howard and uh, Mr. Deshaun Jackson, and we will find out if the Dolphins really do have a defense. I don't think they do, and I'm a Dolphins fan. I'm Lee alone. Anyway, anyway, follow us on Twitter uh, and Instagram. It's the same um, username, WWS underscore sports show. Um, also, like I said, you can hit us up on Facebook. We'll take on sports. Let us know if you want to be on the show. We'll be happy to have you. All right, Mike, what's your parting shot for today? Come on, NFL, PA, do something. Make, 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 me, make me wrong. Make, make me feel like I'm wrong. If y'all, y'all stand up and stand for something, if you if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Very popular sentiment in my house when I was growing up. All right, everybody, thank you so much. Um, don't forget, check out my sports report on Wave FM 94.1 in Tallahassee, and it's the my sports report every day. Thank you, everybody. Say a prayer for somebody because prayer <laughs> changes things. All right, Mike, next week. Next time we'll get Zach up. We missed out on Zach this time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, man. All right.